Howdy folks, this is 5150 for Hacker Public Radio, and I'm just jumping in here real quick before I forget everything to describe the uh, project that has taken the last three hours of my life, Uh, and I'm doing this without a script, so I'm just going to jump in. Here we go. Oh, I've I've had an SSD sitting around uh, for a long time to put in the computer I have in the kitchen, and... Uh, unlike most people, this SSD is actually a little bigger than the spinning drive that it's replacing. Since you may remember from previous podcasts, the computer I use in the kitchen is a former point-of-sale system with only an 80-gig hard drive. So, I, I started out this evening, well, I had some paperwork projects to do, and I thought I, ha- I thought to myself, well, I'll get this, I'm going to finally clone that drive and that then it could be running while I'm doing this other paperwork. Well, I do a lot of stuff that way. I, you know, I, I get off on stuff I would rather do than the, than the stuff that I ought to be doing. I don't think I'm unique in that respect, hardly, in this community. So, uh, you really can't clone the drive from the uh, running operating system. And I was moving the SSD. Well, the first thing I did was edited my uh, slash Etsy slash stab to et- to comment out the reference uh, to the swap partition. Because, obviously, with an SSD being a solid-state drive, you can't have all those little constant reads and writes. So, you don't want to have a swap partition because that that's going to increase the likelihood of drive failure. I also looked up at at the same time the command uh, the mounting options that would uh, enable trim on the device. Trim is usually enabled by default on Windows computers and essentially it tries to even out the wear over the entire drive so instead of writing to the exact same sector all the time it moves your bits and bytes around and then usually an SSD in the firmware will have a reserved amount and uh, actually your your SSD drive is maybe 10-20% larger than advertised so as uh, memory locations fail they could actually move those sectors around and I did find out it seems for both my uh, my uh, root partition is ext4 and my home partition is BTRFS and the only reason I installed uh, ButterFS in the first place is I sort of had this idea when I got the system of eventually replacing the spinning drive with an SSD and I got on Linux questions and asked what's the uh, best file system for an SSD and everybody came back well the only one that really supports trim right now is ButterFS so go with that. 
And I entrust that for my uh, root partition. So I made that EXT4. Turns out now both ButterFS and XT4 can support trim. And it looks like in Ubuntu at least the uh, F-stab switch that you want to put on the line for either one is discard. But I, I, uh, the article I found from, I think it's a Debian article rather than Ubuntu, uh, really strongly suggested not doing that because that's gonna that'll slow the drive down if you enable trim. And this is not the latest, greatest, fastest SSD. I mean, if you find SSDs out on the market, yeah, you can find them right now, like I did, for about half the price in dollars that uh, of the megabytes. So this this was a 120 gig, 50 dollar drive after the rebate. But uh, the new ones out there now, the newer firmware, are probably a little more stable, a little faster. So you, you pays your money and you takes your chance. So right now, I'm, I'm going to leave trim support disabled. Okay, so the next step. Uh, jump in there with my uh, CloneZilla CD. Uh, of course, still the original hard drive still in the box. And the SSD mounted externally got a nice little thing from uh, Monoprice, one, uh, one of those little cradles that sits on your desk. You can just drop in uh, SATA drive right in there. It's sort of hot swappable. I, I'm not sure I'd like to try that hot swappable, but it's, it's certainly easy enough to plug and unplug. Uh, and this is the first time I've actually tried writing to a disk mounted that way. So I had that going, and I got in CloneZilla, and there are options. I mean, there are disk to image, partition to image, which I didn't do. Probably should. I mean, that's to back up an image somewhere else. Then you can do image onto the partition, and that way you're not messing with the system with your hard drive in there. And I also didn't do uh, what else you're supposed to do is back up the hard drive in the first place because... Roy, these days, the only way to back up a hard drive is to an another hard drive of the same or equal volume. So I figured, long as I didn't get crossed up in, in source and target, I probably didn't have a very good chance of messing up the data on my uh, original hard drive. Okay, so I started off, and I knew I wanted to do partition to partition, because if you do disk to disk, it'll do all the partitions proportional. In other words... Since I'm going from an 80 gig hard drive to 120 gig hard drive, it's going to just increase the size of my root partition by two-thirds and my home partition by two-thirds and what my swap partition, which I didn't want, by two-thirds. I didn't want that. I wanted to create a root partition of approximately the uh, same size. Actually, I should have looked at it a little better before I start off because uh, my root's 12 gig. I've only got root and home and, of course, swap. But my root's 12 gig, and I'm, I'm using nine of it now. So I may think better at a later date of not giving myself another couple gig there. And then I went from about a 50 gig partition to the rest of the drive, which is a little over 100 gig, and no swap. <laughs> but I found, I found out that the... Uh, uh, the disk or volume to volume or disk to disk uh, selection that will format 
the target drive with the new partitions, but partition to partition doesn't. So in other words, if you're going to clone a, a partition to another partition, you've got to set it up that partition up first. So I instead of going back in the operating system, I don't, you know, I, I want to be, I don't want to tra- change anything in my existing operating system now that I've started messing with it. Uh, I could have done it that way. Instead, I bur- uh, and I've been hit. Ha- I'll let you know, I don't have very good luck making USB boot sticks work. That may be another article. So I, I burned a, uh, a G-parted uh, CD, put that in there, and created all my 12-gig my 12 EXT4 boot partition on the new new drive, and the EXT root partition, the EXT, or I'm sorry, ButterFS uh, home partition uh, for the remainder of the drive, and then the uh, rest of the drive, and, you know, no swap. So, okay, went back in. <coughs> Clonezilla, no problem. Okay, I'm going to do partition to partition. And, you know, SDA1 to SDB1. And did that. And SDA2 to SDB2. And did that. So, of course, you do it. You have to go through it twice. And, you know, no problem. And I thought, eh, I've, I've had this trouble before that it wants to clone a partition of the exact same size, not... Uh, so I better check it. I so I booted back into the G parted, and you know, sure enough, uh, the the root partition was close enough to the same size that it that it worked out. But the uh, the home partition, you look at normally there is the uh, yep. When you look at the partition graphically, you've got the yellow part that accounts for the use space, and the white part that accounts for the empty space, and then I had a gray part that was like 40% of the disk uh, uh, unusable space, or 40% of the partition. And there, there's a little uh, exclamation uh, point on uh, SDB2. So I click on it, and it says, yeah, uh, 40 gig is unutilized but you can fix it uh, by going into from the main G part menu partition and then from the drop down menu check uh, not so much boys and girls because as you may know BTRFS partitions still don't support FS check okay so what do we do there is supposedly a btrfs check command out there i think you'd install that wasn't supported on my gparted cd and there's a lot of people saying nah, that might get a little funky out there because it's a it's a brand new command okay so this this is what you do i did try to shrink the volume back to about the original size in gparted and of course you rescan and then you then i tried to expand it and expand it that gray area unusable was still there so that isn't going to work okay but there are a bunch of btrfs command line functions and they were supported in the gparted cd i just had to do a little bit of research online to figure out how to use them so the first thing you have to do, of course, get out of the graphical gparted, open a terminal. You have to mount the partition that you want to shrink or grow or expand the max size. Because a lot of the examples online, what they're actually wanting to do is going from a larger spinning drive to an SSD, and they got to shrink everything down to fit. So that's the most common. So it's 
but for the BTRFS resize command to work, you have to mount the drive at a mount point. So you can't just do BTRFS resize options slash dev slash SDB2. That's a non-starter. So what you do is you, you now most people are probably going to want to mount something at media. So you can make a directory at media even though it's on a CD. But you can create that in the file systems, and you got to be root. So, assuming the Debian world, sudo space make their space slash media slash btrfs. That's what I called it. You call it what you want. Okay, then, you know, the command is mount the device and then space, then the mount point. So, sudo mount space slash dev slash sdb2 space slash media slash btrfs okay now there's various uh, various argument, arguments for size in the btrfs resize command and if it's poured you can you can look at this <coughs> just doing a man btrfs but you you can shrink your partition by a certain amount you can uh, expand your partition by a certain amount and it's like you know plus 2G, minus 2G, etc. And you can tell it just, I want this big. You can go sudo space btrfs, space file system, space resize, space 10G, space slash media slash btrfs, in my case, and it it, it would have shrank or expanded as necessary that uh, partition take up exactly 10 gig. What I wanted to do was expand the file system to the maximum size of that partition. So I wanted to utilize the entire partition. So it's a little bit different case, but it's sudo space btrfs space file system space resize space max space slash media slash btrfs and then execute that and then of course you want to unmount so you you mount space slash devs slash sdb2 or you you mount the mount point you mount space slash media slash btrfs in my case again uh and then i went back in g parted Boom, Bob's your uncle. You know, no no gray. I just have yellow and a whole bunch of white space. So I have I haven't flopped the drives around and tried to boot yet, but it look, looks like we've got the procedure for fixing the disk after doing a partition to partition copy or clone in Clonezilla. And it looks like I think you'd have the same problem if it was ext4 or or whatever i i mean the pro- the problem is you're you're going if you're going from a smaller partition to a bigger partition you're going to wind up with unusable space in that bigger partition the only difference is fs check will fix it for i gather for any other file system other than btrfs so if you're dealing with btrfs you got to do a little more research and really since if I wind up not engaging the trim, then I'm not sure going with BTRFS was the best idea. I haven't had any trouble with it so far, but that lack of an FS check is tr- beginning to be troubling for me. So I hope this made sense. I hope it someday helps somebody out so that they don't have to spend a lot of time looking stuff up. 
And in any case, this has been 5150 for Hacker Public Radio. You can find my contact information at thebigredswitch.drupalgardens.com, and I'll catch you the next time. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRef projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.